Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. When the city of San Diego's climate action plan was introduced in 2015, it was considered groundbreaking. The plan aims to cut greenhouse gas emissions in the city in half by 2035, and it also calls for all electricity used in the city to come from renewable sources by that date. But now a review by the city's auditor says it needs to prioritize projects and establish a budget. David Garrick has more. David, a new audit of the city's climate action plan has found it to be vague and says it needs some changes. Uh, What changes are needed? Well, I think the idea is that uh, knowing exactly which projects are going to be part of the city's efforts to fight climate change and how much they're going to cost and in what order the city should tackle them has never really been done. I mean, the city adopted a climate action plan in 2015 that sort of listed the goals and talked about some of the ways to get to those goals, but it didn't get to the level of specificity that a lot of folks thought was a good call. And I think even then the city admitted, yeah, we'll get there. Well, it's now it's six years later and you know they haven't really gotten there. Uh, and so I think it's time, a lot of people agree for them to get there. You know, and, and the behalf of city officials, I'll say, I mean, it's, it's complicated. It's like a whole other like city, you could argue, is your efforts to hit the climate action plan because it crosses all departments, and all disciplines, every parks project, every housing project, every policy regarding bike lanes is theoretically connected in some way to the climate action plan, right? And so it's it's really a big, a big effort, but it's necessary and now it's gonna happen. And so who is in charge of redrafting this? That's a good question. Um, the city has a sustainability department that is theoretically in charge of the climate action plan because I mentioned though that it isn't, it's, so many departments, planning, development services, parks and rec, right, that each department that has any connection right now to climate action, right, so that'd be pretty much almost every department except stuff like personnel and maybe police, right, Uh, every department with any connection to the climate is now going to have to come up with a work plan, an annual work plan to sort of summarize any projects that they are proposing in the coming budget that will be connected to the climate action plan. That way, when the city is weighing what to include in the budget and to not include in the budget, they can look at all these climate plans specifically under that heading and decide, okay, well, we're short money. So which of these projects that relate to climate are we going to prioritize and which ones maybe can wait a year or two? So far, in the past, the city hasn't had the ability to do that. They haven't had any ability to compare climate projects, weigh them against each other, rate them, prioritize them based on how much they cost based on whether the money's available. Because maybe you could look at it based on the price tags, but what if we got money for project A and we don't have the money for project B? Well, maybe project A makes more sense to do this year and we'll wait and do project B in a couple of years when we get the money. So it's just a much more organized, thorough, comprehensive approach to to fighting climate change by the city. Why has it taken six years to realize this was a problem and finally tackle it? Yeah, well, I mean, I think San Diego's climate action plan when it was adopted was considered a landmark. You know, they used a lot of adjectives. We used landmark, but a lot of people said it was amazing and the, the greatest thing ever. Um, you know, so I, I think just having a plan was a big deal. You know, a lot of cities in 2015 weren't as focused on climate change. It was a newer concept, um, especially for cities to try to tackle it. One thing I think it's important to let people know is that cities are considered crucial because they make most of the greenhouse gases. Right. If you live out on a farm 
yeah, there may be some, but I mean, a city is where there's electricity and cars and transportation, you know, and building. And so for a city to become a leader on climate action, some would say is important. So city, ind individual city climate action plans are considered important. So when San Diego did that, it was a big deal. But, you know, doing this other level, I think would have been, would have been insanely great if they had done it as thoroughly as now it's going to be done. I think everyone agrees that just doing it was a big deal. Um, now, folks who are, are focused on sort of the ideology at City Hall will say that we had a Republican mayor at the time and that maybe he didn't care as much about climate change because, as you know, federally, you know, Republicans tend to be more climate change deniers, not all of them, but, but some of them, you know, and Democrats have tended to be more focused on aggressively addressing climate change. So now we, we've got, had a Democratic mayor since last December, Todd Gloria, replaced Kevin Faulkner, who was a Republican. And our city council is now eight Democrats versus one Republican, whereas before it was six to three. So you could, and at the time this was adopted, I think it was actually five to four um, with Democrats versus Republicans. So you could argue that that played a role. I'm not sure that that's, that that's true. I, I don't know, because I'm not allowed into some of these meetings where they actually you know, talk behind closed doors. <laughs> uh, well, part of this redo is prioritizing, uh, you know, what's important in the climate action plan. I mean, do you have any sense of, of what issues, what projects will be put towards the top? Well, I mean, certainly everyone says that the only way for San Diego to really reduce the amount of car usage is to make our public transit system and our bike lanes and our sidewalks better so that people can use alternative means. And so I, I think everyone agrees on that. So typically those projects will be prioritized. But, you know, developers will argue that if the city gives an incentive to build high density housing along a transit line, right, then that encourages people to live there so they have to commute less. So it's really all part of one big picture. And that's sort of why the city wants to, to have this ability to weigh these things against each other and determine what is, what's the most important, but also what's the most feasible smart plan. Like if you're a general heading into a war, you want to know what, where's the weakness on the opponent's line and what, you know, what can you do? And without that big picture, um, you know, they haven't been able to do that. And, and one point I'll make is that Climate Action Campaign is a, a big, important local nonprofit. The woman who heads it, uh, Nicole Capritz, actually co-wrote the city's climate action plan when she was a city employee. And whenever I would ask her to comment on the proposed city budget every year since 2015, she always says she really sort of can't because you can't really tell where the climate money is being spent and how it's being spent. You know, not because anyone's being shady, but because it's, it's all over in so many different departments and so many different areas, you know, that you don't really know. And so this will, I think, help make it a, co a more coherent picture of what the city's doing and then allow critics to say, hey, you're, we love your city, you're doing fine, but here's some areas where maybe you could be doing better. Here's a few things you've forgotten. So far, there really hasn't been that opportunity to be that critical because it's been all over the place. Is there any sense of whether the initiative will be well-funded, uh, you know, whether it will sort of lag behind, or if, there, if there's actually money to, to do some of these projects now? Well, that's an interesting point, because the city council, when they debated the, uh, the, this, uh, this audit on Monday, they wanted, they requested, in addition to everything else it's called for, is a staffing analysis. Do we have enough people to figure out this whole thing? these work plans and then how to put them all together. You know, uh, is our sustainability department uh, funded well enough? And, and maybe it should be other departments. Maybe the mayor's office uh, should, be, should be involved. So that's another element that actually wasn't included that much in the audit is how, the auditor said, here's what's wrong 
right? But how do we fix it is another thing that may require more staff. So there's going to be a staffing analysis done to figure that out. Okay. And when will we have some answers here, knowing sort of what the price tag is, whether we have enough staff, et cetera? Yeah, that's, a, that's interesting. Basically, even before this audit, the city has been planning to do what they call climate action plan 2.0, sort of like a, a newer version. I mean, some of the numbers have changed. You know, climate change has accelerated since 2015. I think a lot of the assumptions we had then are now, now look worse than they did, right, which might force the city to theoretically accelerate some of its efforts. So this is going to be part of climate. Uh, they call it the cap. That's their little shorthand for the climate action plan, the cap, right? So everyone in City Hall, the buzzword is cap 2.0. So when cap 2.0 comes out, this will be part of that. I hear a vague, I have to say it's a little frustrating as a reporter. You'll say, well, in coming months or in a few months, so I, I wish I gave you a better answer. I just gave you a lot of words to a very simple question. I don't know. Um, <laughs> my, my guess would be first part of next year. Um, maybe maybe it'll be sooner, maybe October, November. Maybe they'll roll it out in steps. I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work. But sometime soon, reasonably soon. I think early next year. In the, in the world of government, it's July. Early next year is kind of soon in the world of government. Sometimes things take a long time. You can find more news online at SanDiegoUnionTribune.com. I'm Christy Totten, host of the San Diego News Fix. Thanks for listening.